0: how are you i hope you're having a fantastic day i hope that everything is going well in your season um it's a crazy time of year we'll just like start there um this episode is releasing on august 5th and holy shit can you believe that it's august already (laughs) oh my god month eight yikes i just feel like we were like in january like two weeks ago um anyway that's how it works i suppose so um things are crazy here at the farm wedding season is rolling on wholesale season is rocking um my name is drew we should we should probably start there um And this is the Between Me and Drew podcast with Clara Joyce Flowers. Um, Clara Joyce Flowers is our wholesale... or Let's retract that. Can you tell I'm in wholesale mode right now? Anyways, Clara Joyce Flowers is our cut flower farm uh, located in northern Illinois. We are zone uh, 5A usually. Um, And our farm focuses on a few things. Um, we are diverse in the fact that we grow for more than just one sale of channel, one channel of sale. So we do wholesale. We do, um, a very, very small amount of retail. We do a large, um, portion of wedding and event design. Um, and we do a multiple, multitude of other things. So, um, we've got a lot of, You know, different timelines that we keep track of and um, that directly reflects what we're going to be talking about today, which is the wholesale ordering timeline and I think it's going to be most beneficial, um, for us to kind of break this into two halves. Um, the first thing or the first half that we'll talk about, um, is the wholesale ordering timeline, um, in regards to farmers and gardeners and and producers. So if you are growing stems and you want to be ordering wholesale from brokers, you know, what timeline do you realistically need to be following? Okay, so we're going to do that first, and then we have a message from Leo Burby, which is today's sponsor, Uh, we'll have that in the middle, and then we'll finish with the timeline that we we follow for um, like wedding and event work, Um, because I do know that there are lots of people who both grow and design, um, and there are a lot of people who are getting into the um, event industry, so I think this is going to be beneficial um, to share as well. So that is the way that we're going to move through our time and space and um i'm excited i don't really think how i don't know how long today's episode is going to be so it's just gonna be what it's gonna be and uh, that's that so um let's kind of dive right in and i'm gonna share basically the thought process I use that word a lot; those those words a lot as the thought process. But um, when it comes to ordering wholesale from a grower's perspective, um, this this really simplifies it. Okay, what I'm about to tell you, and and I did not make this up. Someone told me this, and it's like holy shit, this makes so much sense. But when something is blooming now, you need to be ordering or preparing your order for next year's bloom. Of that same crop so right now we are just starting our big flush of dahlias which is like a month ahead of schedule okay Um, so if we are wanting to order dahlia Dutch clumps which we broke down that very very uh, in-depth um in episode 39 sourcing dahlia tubers so what a dutch clump means um so if you want to get on a wholesale order for dutch clumps you need to be preparing your notes now because as soon as that list comes out and that product is available for pre-ordering you really got to be on top of your game for that um same thing goes for peonies peonies is actually even tougher um right now especially since there's just not enough to go around for peony roots um so we had our peony orders for new roots uh prepared way before we were harvesting stems so um you definitely need to be thinking at least 12 months in advance um especially when it's you know physical material that you're sourcing in so roots cuttings divisions um, shrubs anything like that you really got to be thinking in the long term um, and long term in regards to crop maturity but also long term in regards to ordering as well um, when it comes to seed crops so you know sunflowers solosia, uh, zinnias all that stuff um, you don't want to wait till the last minute either and um, Here's why. If you have a specific variety or a specific client or a specific need and you need certain varieties, uh, certain genetic strains, certain colors, and you know that you that, that's a, that is a prerequisite, okay? There's no reason that you can't order and receive that product and those seeds months and months and months in advance. I'll be very honest with you. I have the majority of like our next year and two year um, seed grown crops already in my freezer. Um, So if you know that there is something that you're going to need a buttload of and you're going to be able to save money by ordering it in bulk, then definitely, definitely just bite the bullet, make it happen, and store it in your freezer. Will you have some uh, germination, you know, dwindle down in, in, um, viability. Yeah, you will a little bit. Um, but just overseed a little bit or, you know, seed more and, uh, it will, will take care of itself. Um, wholesale ordering timeline. I think that, that sentence really kind of breaks it down for you. You know, when something is booming now, get ready for, for that next year. Um, and you don't have to like wait until the list is available to submit your order either um i know a lot of brokers leo burby included um even if they don't have that product like listed um on their website or like available to be paid for you can still send in your order and they'll hold it on file um Edney used to be the same way. I don't know if Edney still does that. Um, but if you're working with an actual company that you can pick up the phone and call, then you can usually submit a pre order. Um, owning's usually are used to do this. I know um oh Co Clavers Company, um, Botanical Trading Co. Um You could do that years years and years in advance. Um, I remember when Butterfly Ranunculus were like just first coming onto the scene here in the U.S. and that light blushy Adrienne um, was so so hard to come by and we were pre-ordering it like two years out because that was as far as we had to go in order to reserve the numbers that we wanted. Um, So that's totally an option as well. So you've got to think, you know, farther out than 10 days. Um, it always cracks me up when it's like two weeks before, you know, you're supposed to be planting your dahlias or before, you know, your ground freezes solid and you're like trying to scramble to find peonies and all of the forms are filled up of like, where can I find this? Who has this? You know, et et cetera. Um, it's like, okay, guys, you knew, you probably knew that you were gonna need that. Um, so, you know, just because it's an urgent, like, emergency on your end, does not equate an emergency on the broker's end. Even if they have the product, um, or B, there's a really good chance that they're just not gonna have it because it's been sold out for months. Um, so, really, really understand that as well. Um, same story goes for a lot of your hard goods too. Um, you know, if you are for sure that you're going to need, you know, 20,000, 20,000 feet of drip line for next season, pre-order that. Um, they don't have to deliver it. See if your supplier will hold it for you first until spring. Um, but you know, secure it, pay for it, get it done. Um, that's a really great thing that we do all the time too. Um, if we know that we, um, need to either spend or invest some money in the business um, it for tax reasons tax purposes at the end of the year Um, and we know that we have purchases that we're going to make either now or in the new year let's just do it now we'll get it done Um, so for the past several seasons we've been buying as much of our hard goods um, one year in advance Just so that we a have it on hand, so in case there is transportation problems or issues from the supplier to us, um, we can eliminate that as well. Um, Soil is the same way. You know, if you can, if you have a place to store, you know, bags of potting soil or germination mix, um, get it. Get it in the fall. Get it delivered in the winter, um, so that it's on hand, ready to go. Because I can promise you that once we hit week six through 14 and you're trying to get you know all of your stuff you're not the only one who's trying to get all your stuff so if you can get it in ahead of time if you can pay for it ahead of time and if you can store it just do it okay um other things that this is not limited to um so we've covered um tubers we've covered roots so like all of that stuff um hard goods so like growing hard goods yes so drip line uh landscape fabric ground covers staples oh my god staples irrigation fittings header lines um timers um any bigger implements so if you are uh, purchasing a bed shaper and like a plastic layer definitely you know get that order in because By the time spring comes around and people realize like, oh, my God, you know, it really is worth the two grand for me to invest in this bed shaper. There's about a 100 other people who are realizing that same thing. So they're all going to be scrambling to get a bed shaper. Or let's say a larger farm needs another one or somebody's breaks and they need a backup. So you're all trying to buy something that can't be produced fast enough because the manufacturers that make those also make a whole bunch of other stuff too. So, um it's not like Amazon where we can just, you know, swipe a card and it's delivered in 48 hours. It's not usually how it works. So, you know, really have those conversations and those those th- thoughts and think th- these things through during early winter. Because if I I can tell you in our zone, zone 5, um, winter gives you a lot of time to think about things. So um, if you think that a bed shaper might be in your future, make that decision, either yes or no. And then if it's a yes, get it ordered, get it paid for, get it you know on site, ready to go. Um, and you can do that over the winter. It can sit outside if it has to, it's not gonna matter if it gets snowed on. Um, so as much of that preliminary stuff that you can do, the better off you're gonna be. Um, some troubles that we had this spring were the, um, the different sized, uh, punch wheels for our water wheel transplanter. Those were a pain in the butt because we were changing up spacing on a few things and they took a very long time to get in. So we ended up having to punch a lot of stuff by hand. Um, so, and that was, you know, a short sight on my end. I didn't really know that we were going to be doing that. We had a lot more plants than we were planning on. So we were playing around, um, and it ended up costing us more labor. So that's another one to, you know, think about as well. Okay. So we've covered the majority of the things when it comes to like a sourcing timeline from a grower's perspective, um, there's a few little smaller roundup things in regards to that that we haven't really touched on so i think we'll kind of you know dive into those i know that these will be covered in in other episodes too but that's fine we can we can kind of take these on now but um if you're going to be growing a succession crop um and we're going to focus on lilies for this discussion right now um and you know that you're going to be growing for a grocery store supplier okay um, and uh, or grocery store chain location whatever the case is um, definitely get that schedule and that crop plan prepared over the winter time and get that submitted to your bulb supplier um, the reason is is that there is a somewhat limited number of bulbs, lily bulbs, tulip bulbs, whatever the case is, um, on the market for a season. So if you know that you over the course of the growing season, so here on our farm, that's April through November, if over the course of the season you know you're gonna need ten thousand lilies or five thousand lilies or hell, even a thousand lilies. Um you need to get your order in as soon as possible to ensure that you a get what you want B have time for substitutions to come open and available if that has to be an option and C make a decision in regards to those substitutions Um, because if you know if you want royal sunset which is beautiful um, it's like a orangey apricotty lily that might not always be available from every bulb supplier because it does have high demand uh, because it's lovely so instead of waiting until may to call up your bulb supplier and say hey you know um i really need these um and how do we do this well Um, they're probably going to be like, well, you really should have told us this like a couple months ago so that we could have made this happen for you. But here is what we do have. And a lot of times that, you know, list of whatever remains or is unspoken for at that point is what you're going to have to choose from. Um, and, and that's, you know, kind of industry wide, you know, you're, you're going to have to be flexible in those last minute moments. Um, so that is, um. That just a few things to think about, you know. Keep in mind, um, and and do as much as you can to plan ahead. Um, and and quite frankly, when it comes to seeds, in that you're purchasing ahead of time, order more than you think you're going to need, because you know, shit happens. Whether it's something doesn't germinate well, or you get hit with a drought in the spring, or you have you know an influx of sales and demand. Um, all of those things do happen so being prepared um from the beginning for those is a much better place to be than playing rebound so uh keep that in mind as well okay so um i'm gonna have uh burby's message here in the middle i'm gonna grab a quick drink and then i will catch you back in just a few minutes I think this is so timely because Leo Burby Bulb Co. is such a key component to our farm. Like, straight up. Um, Leo Burby Bulb Co. is your one-stop shop for all things bulbs, bare roots, perennials, etc. They're family-owned and operated for over 50 years. Leo Burby Bulb strives on providing exceptional customer service. Truly, I agree. Um, And while Leo Burby specializes in bulbs for spring and fall planting, they also have an incredible young plants division that can broker plants and plugs from over 30 different growers. So whether you order online or you call into the office and, and you know phone in your order, uh, the process is very simple and straightforward. There's no order that's too large or too small, and there's no boxing minimums on orders either. They're family-owned and operated. I love them to death, and the customer service is honestly the best. Um, so be sure to use the code DREW when you place your order online, and you'll get a free gift. So... Super simple. You're ordering at the very end. Uh, there's a you can put like a promo code or in the notes section. Um, just use the code Drew and say that you heard about Leo, Leo Burby Bulb on our podcast, and uh, Marjolin will make sure you get a little gift. So there you go. Thanks, Leo Burby. Love ya. Okay. So let's kind of transition this a little bit into, um, more of a design perspective um, and what we we think about in regards to wedding and event work. Um, So there is no good cheap or easy answer (laughs) to this question. Um, But when it comes to weddings and events that we know we're going to need to order in product for, um, I like to get that submitted to our wholesaler as soon as possible. Um, If we're going straight to our wholesaler, if this is, you know, a product like fancy eucalyptus or, you know, a very specific, like specific, um, um, which is, those are all items that I know are produced domestically and I know where they're going to come from. Um, the best thing I can do is to email that producer or that company, that farmer, whatever the case is, um. And one, ask if it's going to be available for the date that I need it to be. Um, And two, ask if they can take that as a pre-order. Not all farms take pre-orders months and months in advance. I know we do not. Um, We do ordering and pre-ordering here for our wholesale operation um, no more than three weeks in advance. Two to three weeks in advance is really like best case scenario. Um, And it does work quite well. But um, if that's the route that we're going to go right off the bat. Communication is you know, the best thing that we can do because if I was that person being reached out to, if I was that producer that was being contacted, um, it is a huge, huge benefit for me to know months and months in advance what specific colors, varieties, aesthetics um, that are in demand because a lot of times if we do know – Far enough advance in advance, we can edit our production uh, cycle, our production list, um, production counts to reflect to reflect the trends. Okay, um, and I can tell you right off the bat, this is you know something that we we do every single year, and we edit all the time when it comes to dahlias and the ones that we grow more of, um, because for years it was always blush and burgundy blush and burgundy blush and burgundy that was all they wanted um but last year we started getting like late minute last minute requests for you know really bright bright um raspberries and bright oranges and things that we hadn't really seen demand for in a long time um those colors and those varieties were more so reserved just for retail um and you know we, we weren't growing them in you know hundreds and hundreds of plants uh per variety we were just you know maybe 15 or 20 enough to fill the daily orders um and and that was it so we've seen that increase over the past you know 24 months um so we've been building up stock for that and sourcing more stock for that um and I know that I'm not the only producer that thinks that way either. So um, if you're, you know, a florist or someone wanting to get into, you know, wedding and event work and you're going to be having to source in, it doesn't hurt to reach out, you know, months in advance to see, like, is this going to be available? Do you think you're going to have this? Um, And, you know, ask other questions like, what is this going to cost? What are the delivery options? Do you ship? You know, all of those things are pertinent to um, that wholesale uh, floral timeline in that that process. Um, if this is not something that you're going to be able to source in uh, domestically or locally from a, another farm or farm direct, um, even if they're not local, um, your floral wholesaler or, or a floral wholesaler um, is probably your next best choice. Um, and with that said, it doesn't hurt to re, you know request you know domestic grown. Um, So that's always an option as well. Um, But I do like to have my wholesale orders in um, like a month in advance. Usually three weeks out is kind of where we fall because that like two to three week window is kind of where all of our final counts have to be submitted for our own wedding clients. Um, So that like... 14 when 14 day window is like when I need to know final table number counts I need to know like final bouquet counts Uh, because sometimes those things do change um table number counts you know definitely do change um and they've been changing a lot um with weddings over the past year just because you know um COVID is happening things are happening people are out and about um so not everybody is always going to show up to that wedding. And as florists, we we do have a very active um, role in um, those final count decisions. So um, that is important as well. Um, having said that, <laughs> there are times when um, it gets to be a little tighter than that, tighter than that 14-day window. So let's say you have... Um, a couple reach out to you um five days in advance which has happened um and say that they need to cover 10 more tables so they've got an extra 80 people that they weren't planning on coming they're coming now so then you kind of have like a little bit of a Not scramble because you got to like stay composed, but uh, you're definitely like tapping into your resources for sure. So, you know, once you get a confirmation on that, you know, immediately call up or email your broker and your wholesale broker, or if you've got farms in your pocket, um, reach out and say, hey, you know, what do you have available in white or peach or whatever the color is? Um, And then go from there Um, because. You might not always get exactly what you want what you had, you know planned for if it was a pre-ordered item Um, But you you will usually be able to find something that is close and in those last-minute situations close is sometimes what we have to work with Um, so if you've got you know a peachy blush Um, color palette and it's like roses and dahlias and you know the softer celosias and zinnias and things like that but you just need like bulky things to fill out that look and fill out that aesthetic because you're obviously going to be short Um, something like a very soft peach or like a very very soft salmon um, carnation um, would Definitely help bulk that out. Uh, it's a, you know, a cost-effective product. Um, it can be manipulated into, you know, looking more full. We just did an Instagram reel on this about how to, you know, fluff out carnations. Um and it has a very passive or passing um, shape and look to it you know it's something that you can tuck down into a centerpiece to get you that color and build the foundation for more of your showy things like the zinnias and the dahlias Um, so you know thinking about how you can edit and alter the look um, in order to you know achieve that request based on volume um, is something that you can be flexible with Um, now is that like what we want to see happen all the time no definitely not Um, you know we want to make sure that we've got um, our timelines down pat for fresh product so that we've got you know plenty of cushion if needed Um, for floral design um, wholesale ordering too we also have to think about like supplies and hard goods Um, if you are a designer in the first half of last year, you knew that it was almost impossible, impossible to get a lot of the things that we needed. Um, especially if it was an, uh, like a Smithers Oasis brand product, which they make more than just foam. Um, they make glue and shears and tapes and, you know, finishing sprays and and lots of things that are very necessary to, um, design. Um, those were very hard to come by very, very hard to come by. So we were definitely leaning into very heavily the stashes and the um, hoarding tendencies that um, many of us do have um, just to have enough to get by. Honestly, that's what it was coming down to. So since we lived through that, now we're like, okay, how many cases of this do we have in inventory? That's it. Well, we're going to order five cases more, or, you know, whatever the cases um, or the instances, you know, always having, you know, more um, just because you you never really know what to expect with the industry, just because it is always, always changing. Um, so that's uh, a huge thing. You know, you used to be able to just go to the wholesaler and, and you know, pick up whatever you need. And it is getting more back to that sense of normalcy um but there are pieces to floral mechanics that we know that we're going to need almost every weekend so we always are going to need bud vases we're always going to need you know glass cylinders we're always going to need trays and wire and things like that so you know instead of buying that every week buy enough for six months or buy enough for the year if you have the space to store it um so that, uh, is, uh, another big one to think about too. Um, let's see. I think that covers the majority of our topic and conversation for today's episode. Um, I think we're going to be right around a half hour, so not too bad. Um, so today we've talked about, uh, Basically two different things, um, but all within the ordering timeline process. So uh, first we covered you know wholesale ordering from a grower's perspective, um, timelines to think about things like that, and then we covered the wholesale ordering from the designer's perspective and things that you need to think about, conversations you need to have, um, and just really like understand the foundation that you're working with, uh, because that's going to you know ultimately make the process a lot easier for you. So that's what we talked about. Um, Burbies were our sponsor for today. So thank you very much. Leo Burby bulb co. Um, If you are growing, they're a great resource, a great source for uh, bulbs, tubers, all the things. Um, And uh, yeah, very, very thankful for them um, and their role and involvement in our farm here in Illinois. So with that, I hope you have a great day. Um, Thank you for being here. As always, it's a, a, a huge treat to be able to do this every week. So I really am thankful for that opportunity. Um, please do follow us on social media and send me an email if you have questions. My email is drew at clarajoyceflowers.com. Um, and depending on your streaming platform, please feel free to like, comment, and subscribe. Um, and uh, give us some feedback on how we're doing. So... Um, that's what i've got uh next week we're going to be talking about um how to build your own cooler because cold storage is something that is very necessary and is sometimes overlooked so um we're going to talk about that some things we've learned along the way and uh i think some things that can help you if you are starting that process of needing some cold space so With that, I will um, depart for the day. Wish you all the best, and I will see you next week. Bye.